Welcome to the Pints and Mics podcast. I'm your host, Dakota, joined here by my co-hosts, Muhammad and Jasmine. Uh, And this is a podcast where the three of us get together and talk about all the things we like, um, from movies to video games to anime to comic books to even just playing out pop culture and 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 music. Um, The entire geek universe. The entire geek universe. (laughs) Well well said, yeah. This is our second episode, and we have a good one here for you. uh, We're going to be talking about video games that have been turned into movies. Um, And we're going to focus on three of them. We're going to focus on Doom, Resident Evil, and Assassin's Creed. Now, those are some pretty heavy titles. Each of them, in their own right, uh, carried a lot of prestige in their day. Uh, Very well-known games. And um, Assassin's Creed and Resident Evil, more particularly for me. Um, But... Back in like when my dad was gaming on computers, it was it was primarily Doom, this uh, new FPS shooter, um, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Some lovely uh, video games turned into movies. Uh, there's been a couple more than just those three though, but those three are really the big ones that we should talk about. Yeah, there, there's been uh, quite a few. I mean, you have Hitman and and uh, Silent uh, Silent Hills turned yeah. into a gay uh, movie, and uh, I mean there, there's a number. And then you had Mario from London. Oh my god. <laughs> That's not yeah, something like, you'd bring up. <laughs> I remember uh, Donkey Kong had their own TV show at one point. It was like an animated. Really? Yeah, but I watched it. Well, Sonic, Sonic did too. Yeah, Sonic, Sonic did too. But Sonic ones were cool. It's like, they were cartoons and. They were see. weird. Yeah. Um. But, you know, besides just talking about it, we want to ask a lot of questions around them. Like, were, are they a good, is it a good idea to turn a video game into a movie or turn a movie into a video game? Um, what video games should they turn into movies? What would you want to see? Stuff like that. Um, so you guys want to talk about Doom first? Sure. Yeah, take it away. So uh, Doom was one of the movies that, it, it wasn't, you know, it it wasn't half bad, but it wasn't half good either. Um, Doom, basically, when the when the video game was created, it's about the soldier dude, this marine dude who goes into hell to fight off demons and stop them coming from coming to our realm or our earth, right? right. I don't know. I, I, I never really played it, but I know it's just about one guy going into the depths of hell to fight off demons. But in the movie... It was about a platoon of Marines or a squadron of Marines going up to Mars in this facility to stop the outbreak of a mutation that turns humans into monsters. Um, so Sounds just like Resident Evil. Yeah, it's very a lot of a lot of the movies kind of copied from each other around the time, um, and then there were a couple movies that relate to the scene, like that priest movie where they got to fight off some Resident Evil type monster, uh, monsters, but I forget. Um, nonetheless, Doom, it was interesting. It was created in 2005. Noti- most notable in that movie is uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, and you know who else was in that movie? Uh, 
the guy from Captain America, the the red face. What's his name? You know who I'm talking about? No. With the red the dude face. dude with the diamond in his forehead. Is that I, the same dude? No, no, no. no, you guys, no uh, so have you seen? Nope. Avengers uh, and Infinity War. Yeah. I you see know the, the end, guy. Infinity the, War. Who, where Thanos went to get the yeah, soul the guy stone. pulled his uh, skin all out of his forehead. Yeah, the soul stone was no, in his forehead. No, not that guy. Not oh. When they went to go get the soul stone, and he had to sacrifice Grimora. Spoiler alert. But he had to sacrifice Grimora, and the You're person like a year was ago, floating. It's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Well, that yeah, guy yeah. was in the movie too. So, nonetheless, Doom. Um, in all honesty, it fucking sucked. It it lost money. It didn't make money. Uh, and if it did make money, it didn't make much. Um, no, nah, it lost money. It lost money. Yeah. yeah. It definitely did you, lost money. Do you want me to say what the budget and box office was? You have it up? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. So the budget was $65 million, or about $65 million. Oh, my God. Uh, I rounded and then the box office was the opposite of that, fifty-six million. Box office was fifty-six million. Yeah. So it lost eleven million dollars. I mean, I used IMBD, right? So that movie fucking tanked. Um, and for, and for good reason. The acting was pretty bad. Uh, major plot holes, uh, and it was in that era. It was in that time of movies where. Special effects started working into CGI. It's, Which it made started, it all shit. <laughs> yeah, what, but I mean, in today, now and today, CGI is fucking amazing. It's like today CGI. Sometimes you can't even tell the difference. <laughs> but in two thousand five, yeah, you could. Uh, e- looking back now, you can easily tell. It's like, all right, that looks terrible. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like watching Doom, and then like you go back and watch movies like The Predator, and yeah, but those had special effects. They did have special effects, but like. Great. I guess there were some CGI. Like, 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 Predator, you had, like, the, the, the freaking alien thing, mm-hmm. the Predator itself, was, like, it looked awesome. Yeah. Even to this day, you look at it, it was like, man, that still looks pretty cool. Whereas, you look at what was in Doom, and it was just like... This is all trash. Like, yeah. they, couldn't, they couldn't do better. Like the monsters you know. did look like shit. To be honest, I mean yeah. the wheelchair monster was pretty cool though. Um, do you so, think they spent more money on the actors than everything else in the movie? Because I don't definitely not. I don't Probably think so because e- even though now, like today, uh, The Rock is like you know a big well, name. Yeah. He's a he's a you know, is the A-list celebrity now. Whereas back then, I think he was just coming into the movie scene. So, like, you know, what what other movie was he in before that? I think he played the villain in in uh, Scorpion Game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, and, and that was well, that was pretty bad. Too, but he was I know he was in the WWE. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, like he was a Scorpion Game, but like in the Mummy, he was like just. Like it was a bad movie. Really? Like overall, like yeah, he cost a few million, but yeah. at the same time, like he's supposed to be playing um, Black Adam in the new Shazam movie. Oh really? Well, that's, at least that's the rumors I heard back like two years ago when they announced the Shazam movie. They didn't wear any trailers, but they just teased it, right? Little and um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Dwayne the Rock Johnson's supposed to play Black Adam. I almost spilled the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie moves on pints and mics. Too much foam. Um, 
other than that, the movie had only one good scene, and it was like a first-person shooter gamer scene. It actually kind of made you get a little immersed in that old arcade style of fighting. A or nostalgia. Yeah. Nostalgia. 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 Yeah. Doom, eh, I gave it a 5 out of 10. I gave it a 5 out of 10. It's definitely a movie that did not, I don't think, gave the video game justice. I don't think it was that big of a success. 5 out of 10. Yeah, I would I would have to agree with, uh, you know, I'd give it a little lower rating. I remember seeing it in theaters when it came out, you know, me being, you know, in high school, senior year, Doom's out, and you're like, oh man, gotta go see it. And then you see it, and you're like, "Wow, uh, can't believe I just wasted money, money, and whatever the you know the price was back then." You know, and back then it was even rough because like you had to save up. I didn't have a job, so it was like you know, yeah, that's true. Like I just wasted. I had to hustle on those Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> I made my mom take me to all the movies. What movie uh, was your favorite out of the three we watched? Yeah. yeah. Resident Evil. Um, no, I mean, the, I know you like Assassin's Creed the best, right? Resident Evil. Because you're Assassin's Creed. I fan am, or? but Resident Evil always had a special place in my heart. That's the thing. I, I'm, I grew up obsessing about zombies, and that's why I like, you know. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I never would have guessed. <laughs> I would have never guessed. <laughs> Not to dox your gamer tag, <laughs> but you but know, and it has zombie in it. That, that's why I would always have a a special place in my heart. My dad grew up playing all these games too, as well as Silent Hill, and I always liked watching the games because I can't play scary games. I'm too much of why too much of pussy. <laughs> what? You act so tough though. That's why I'm small. No, I feel you. Oh, you are what you eat. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know. But, uh, tell us a little bit of assa- about Assassin's Creed, Jasmine. Well, it was terrible. <laughs> In my opinion. The movie. Oh, oh, that? No, I'm just joking. The games are great. The movie's terrible. Um, yeah, the games are pretty good. So, they kind of transition. Like the same thing from the games to the movies, um, in this one at least, um, you know that they have a person who's never been an assassin try to make them an assassin in it, mm-hmm. um, or who has the ancestor gene from being who was related, yeah, to, the, who was related uh, to the assassin to try to like get into their memory and figure out the shit that they actually need to get which is um what was his name Altair no that's the video game <laughs> <laughs> Michael Fassbender um, whoever Michael Fassbender Cal plays something. Callum Lynch Callum Lynch and yeah. so his ancestor is called Aguilar and there's this company called Abstergo, which is also inside the video game, too. Um, they try to get inside of his memories by using a machine called the Animus, and they pretty much want him to replay his memories in order to find a certain device called the Apple of Eden. And in the movie, the Apple of Eden 
is it's a mind control device and you can pretty much you know manipulate people and you can manipulate all of mankind yeah and cast illusions it's mind control and stuff like that um and so in the end they kind of get there at a point um but he kind of just realizes all the other assassins inside the facility too like he he has to be with the brotherhood and not turn against everyone yeah with the templar inside with the templars yeah, yeah, because Abstergo is actually, um, they're the enemy. How similar was the, in your opinion, uh, the movie to the video games? Like, how much did they actually take from the video games? Um, name-wise, kind of a lot. Like, you know, them being called assassins, them being the Brotherhood, um, them having, the you know, the Animus, the animus yeah. Apple yeah. of Eden, but technically the Apple even, Apple, uh, I can't fucking talk, Apple of Eden is kind of different, um, it's, it's more of like physical control, okay, over people as a device, um, and then the Animus as well, in the video games, the Animus was like a, uh, like a, a chair or like what are those chairs where you can just like lay on them like what are those um like massage uh, chairs no not a massage chair therapist oh, chairs yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you would just lay on that and then but here it's like a machine and then you pretty much act out the entire memory yeah. which I guess for visual effects it's supposed like it's a good thing yeah wasn't there a scene at the end like, where they had to break through the roof with that yeah, he climbed up and like. I guess I, I I think the director was like, I have a really great scene about this movie. It's right at the end, but we got to recreate the whole entire animus to make this scene. And he just turns that thing into yeah. a fucking one of those claw I mean, machines. They things. did do the whole the. It's called Eagle Eye. No, not Eagle Eye. Yeah, it's called um, Eagle Eye. No, it, it's, it's called Eagle Eye, but I meant uh, when you're jumping off the really high tower yeah. and he oh, falls into, like, the, the water. Yeah, Leap of Faith. There you go. That's really so awesome. <laughs> That's what I meant. So it's like, I, I, like, how they, it I was. like how they put that in the movie. Um, there was a couple things they put in. You know, the movements of them running on the rooftops and the chase scenes, like, very similar. And that was pretty cool. And that's why I say, like, I understand where they had to create the Animus as a machine like that to make it visually pleasing. Yeah. Because you're not just going to have a kid sit in a chair and then you're just flashback to all these memories. True. You know, they wanted to blend it in, in a way. Yes. It would... You know, in the video games, uh, what's his name? Damien or something like that? I forgot that. Desmond. Desmond, yeah. Desmond, Desmond's yeah. The, uh, in the video game, he, he learns how to fight through those memories. He doesn't physically act it out. Yeah. But in the movie... Which is the, the same thing in the well, movie. Well, in the movie, they wanted, they wanted him to learn the muscle memory along with the memory itself of fighting. Because he's actually doing the moves and experiencing yeah. it and doing it for himself. He can recreate that. So it makes people who don't who haven't seen Assassin's Creed understand a little better um, while also kind of 
uh, tending to your main fan base, like the people who were there since the beginning, which would be, you know, people like us. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to ask? I was going to also, I mean, well, Michael Fassbender, he's one of, he's a great actor in my opinion. Yeah. I absolutely love him in they, they all Glorious Bastards. There was also one that you liked, um, in Iron Iron something. Yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy Irons. Irons. Yeah. Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Yeah. Scar from Mike. He was the father. Yeah. He's yeah. the the main dude. He was also in that. Yeah, he was a uh, of the company. Yeah, he's, I mean, I haven't seen anything where he was bad. Like yeah. everything that he he's ever been in that I've seen was like he, he's kind of like um, oh God, I always forget this one guy's name. Uh, he was the bad guy in the Matrix, the bad AI looking guy, Mr. Anderson. Uh, uh, I don't know. Or how about the, that, you know, but he was also in Lord of the Rings as the high elf guy, right? Uh, like, well, I'm just making all these oh, freaking references. <laughs> Aimlessly. So he's a pair of, like, good actors. Um, he's like, he's in some, he's one of those actors who's always in kind of pretty good movies. Well, you have a, I think a better comparison would be like, was that Michael Caine? Uh, Michael Caine? Yeah. He played Hannibal. Played, mm-hmm. He was uh, in the Dark Knight series as the butler. As, as, uh, yes. The Austin Powers' father. Right? He is in Justice League. Yeah. Austin Powers. He was in Austin Powers. He was Nigel Powers. I, I don't think I... That was a gold member, right? Yeah. I haven't seen gold member. God damn, man. You haven't seen gold member? No, I haven't seen gold member. Are we still talking about Jeremy yeah, Irons? We're, we're oh, talking God. about compares and kind of went off on a tangent here. Um, mostly Dakota as well. All right. So for Assassin's Creed, I kind of gave it a like a 7 point, 7.6 out of 10. Mm. I'd give it a... 5.5 to 6. I mean, I get where Jasmine's coming from because, like, you know, the the game-to-movie crossover, it didn't really do too good of a job. Um, yeah. Movie-wise, like, for me, since I haven't played any of the Assassin's Creed, you know, watching this as a movie, it was a really good movie, I thought. You know, I enjoyed it. Um you know, so I I would give it a solid seven or eight. You know, seven or eight. Yeah, I would give it. I I rewatch it again. Good for and it, I mean it's good that you haven't played any of the games because it kind of gets that opinion from someone who hasn't and coming into the Assassin's Creed world kind of fresh. How yeah. is your uh, impression of the whole fighting style and the Templars versus Assassins? How did you like that? Whole uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah. The way they did it. I mean. It was it was a little far fetched at first, you know, where where they had like your ancestors' memories are in your DNA, yeah. and it was just like, and then you can like mimic their moves and stuff through this through this object. Yeah, so it's a weird. So so it, it was kind of weird trying to get around that, but like you know, you put yourself like, all right, in this world, in this realm that's possible mm-hmm. so putting that aside saying that that's possible and that you know there is an object that can control mankind and there's basically there's always a good trying to protect it and the evil always trying to obtain it but the evil is larger than the good mm-hmm. the <laughs> What 
I wish they added more was the whole religious base. Like, how it is kind of in the game. It's not like that religious in the games, but it's like well, like the whole... Well, yeah, you have the, the Knights of Templar. Like, I mean, it, it's all based on religion. You know, that holy wars. And... Well, yeah, I, I wish they added a little more... So you would understand. ...to that, yeah. because... I like the in, like the information in that part when it came to, to the video games. Yeah. That's what I liked most about that it. That little historical aspect yeah. to it, where, where the exactly. feud derives from. I absolutely, I agree. Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard to fit all of that, however, into a movie. That's why I'm happy Game of Thrones it is. decided to go the TV show route as opposed to the movie route. Because it's just too complex. It would have been too short. It would have been too short, exactly. And with Assassin's Creed, I mean, you know, yeah, you have a lot more than Doom in the realm of plot and, and uh, storytelling. Doom is just there to visually please somebody by bloodying up But it wasn't visually pleasing. <laughs> yeah, for, for the time it was. Yeah. I mean, even the action scenes weren't like all too action-packed. They were terrible. <laughs> they were so bad. Oh, man. Nonetheless, nonetheless, um, I can at least... Also, Assassin's Creed was a bit newer. Then Doom that yeah. came out what yeah, 2017, 2016. Yeah, it was 2016, something like that. Where Doom is, you know, a whole decade before that. But it's crazy to see the differences in in special effects slash CGI. Oh yeah, it was technology. It's amazing, I mean, bro. I mean, 2005, we were still using flip phones for the most part. Floppy disks. You know, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, because that was flip phones. Grade. Yeah, flip phones. Right? I mean, 2005. That's blackberries. iPods well, were just becoming a thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, they came out. You know. And, you know, I think 2005, I think the Razor was the phone to have, so it was, like, a skinny flip phone, so, like... Uh, that was 2006, the Razors, I think. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, still around yeah, that I was, in, I was in middle school, that's oh, why. Yeah. Well, like, you know, Razors and whatever, like, that that type of phone. You know, everyone was using flip phones or, or the candy bar phones. Yeah. Like, no, Hated you know... candy bar phones. So Never had one. They flip sideways like a clock, like clockwise, counterclockwise, right? No, it was just a bar. Oh, it's just okay. I don't know. I think I think of sidekicks. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I had one. Or the juke. The juke. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, going into the third movie that we decided to compare, Resident Evil. You brought a book? Uh, I mean, I took notes. <laughs> How studious of you. So, Resident Evil, this video game, came out in 96, uh, known as Biohazard in Japan. Um, as far as the movie, came out 2002, so it was a... Uh, it's not too bad. It's a six-year difference from the game to the movie. Um, other than names and uh, like location and stuff, uh, it's a completely different story, different characters uh, from the movie to the video game. So the you know let's do some numbers here. So the production cost uh, for the first Resident Evil, uh, and there's six of them. By I believe there's six. Yeah, yeah six. I think, I think there are six, six Resident Evil. So 
Needless to say... I stopped after, like, the third yeah, one. <laughs> needless to say, Resident Evil was very successful as far as a video game to movie conversion. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll say my opinion on the reason why it was successful at the end. Um, production costs for the first one, $33 million. Wow. So already half of that of of Doom, whereas Doom's production cost was what? Uh, 60 million? 65. Si- no, it's a. No, right here. 60 million. For, 60 million, yeah. Yeah, so just about half. I saw 65, the same. It's like 60, 65 million. <laughs> You know, <laughs> no shit you away. Um, we'll account for inflation, let's say 65. Yeah. Um, uh, Resident Evil, older movies, three years older than Doom, $33 million production cost, right? Um, now, the, domestically, um, Resident Evil made $40 million. Wow. Just, just shy of it. Foreign market uh, made just under $63 million, so a total of uh, just under $103 million uh, wow. worldwide. So it was... It's tripling you know, profits. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a pretty bit much a success uh, yeah. in that genre. It's not like, uh, you know, like your Marvel series where, you know, production's a quarter billion dollars almost. Was it $250 million for the production cost on those? Dang, yeah. So they really... Spent. Oh, yeah, they spent they spent some money they, on those. They made uh, one point five billion. Uh, more than that, I think uh, the Avengers, uh, the last one was like some, over two billion dollars. Like it was crazy. Well, that's enough. Well, they just took my money yesterday because I, I saw Captain Marvel. How was it? I heard it was trash. Right. It's good for lesbians. <laughs> um, as you hear my hesitation for a second. Um, <laughs> So, I liked it. Yeah. Like, you know, the movie theater we went to, it wasn't IMAX, so we didn't spend a ton of money. Um, we spent like 13 bucks per ticket, but it's all you can eat popcorn mm. and all you can have oh, soda. That's a, so that's, it, it kind of evens out. That's, a, that's cheaper than any. Yeah, exactly. But it reminded me of Guardians of the Galaxy and Star Wars put together. Hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy number one, volume one, not the second one. Volume one was good. And the thing is, I'm not a huge Marvel fan either, which is why I don't really like spending think, money on I think movies. Marvel absolutely have been, has been the number one in the movies in, the, in probably the last half decade. They've been just killing it. Absolutely murdering. Yeah, over DC. Well, I mean, they we're going on fan Let's go back to Resident Evil. All right, oh. back to Resident Evil. <laughs> Steve. Uh, <laughs> Hit us with them facts. All right, so that that's the that's the money <laughs> side. So um, similarities, uh, like I said, uh, some of the movies include some of the same character names, enemies. Um, you know, you had the Doberman zombies. Yeah. Uh, you had uh, you had uh, the. Obviously, the zombies. Mm. Uh, you had the Umbrella Corporation, the Umbrella. D-Virus. You had the, uh, you know, those, those, those things that made Resident Evil. Resident Evil was in there. Um, new character, new protagonist in this one. Uh, Alice, uh, played by the beautiful Mila Jovovic. 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 Um, so, she, she plays Alice in all of the movies. Um... And she was also well known in the Fifth Elements. Um, so yeah. basically, you know, with this with this game, uh, or uh, I should say, uh, with this movie, um, 
it, it starts out, uh, you have, you're in a lab, and there's a guy doing lab stuff. He's like in this special quarantine thing. You know, he's got his hands at this glove, putting these vials in a special case. And then as, you know, he closes up, as he's leaving the lab, he throws one of the blue vials. Oh, I, I should say there's a green vial and a blue vial. He throws one of the blue vials. He throws it, walks out, it hits the floor, breaks, and the camera uh, zooms in on it, and it's the it's the uh, facility's AI and defense system and security system, uh, which they call the Red Queen. Uh, analyzes it, uh, says it's a it's a contaminant, uh, and it needs to neutralize it. So it lock like it locks the entire facility down and kills everybody working there like and that's how all the zombies came so like they flooded one of the labs and so like you had a bunch of people drown then the office area hit them with some type of gas and those people like either they got knocked out or they died but I I'm thinking they got knocked out because I'm pretty sure that the virus just turns you you don't have to be dead yes. if you if you breathe it in it, it turns you. So all the animals were were transformed. All the you know just everything was transformed. So uh, you fast forward a little bit. You have your your main character Alice. Uh, she is waking up in the shower and this scene I kind of was annoyed with because you know showers on and she gets up makeup is done hair is done <laughs> and it's just like you know you don't see any side boobs actually I saw quite well, a you, bit you of side see, boobs there's a there's a nipple shot actually you oh, see a yeah. nipple Really? Yeah. Men's eyes Maybe. automatically lock yeah, on. There, there, was a, there, was a, there was a nipple. Um, a nipple. A little bit of fan service there. It, it only counts if you see a nipple. That's why it did triple in, in its uh, production. You know, that's why Dakota watched it eight or nine times. That specific, that specific <laughs> scene. Pause. You know, he's got it actually as his uh, phone wallpaper right phone now. Phone wallpaper. It's a, just the it's nipple. A gift. Just the nipple. Um, <laughs> yeah, just the nipple, though. So, so uh, she wakes up, puts on some clothes and and like it, it basically she has no memory of what happened so then you have this squad of like six soldiers come in and they're like one of which includes Penelope Cruz is it? No um, Michelle Rodriguez? Yes Damn I always confuse the two of them How? Michelle Rodriguez she was also in Fast and Furious Yes. Yes, I just. So she was also in uh, Avatar. Oh, she played a lot of binge watch those fucking movies. They look nothing. Yeah, that's like. what I'm saying. Like, how'd you get those two? Because they're two <laughs> female Hispanic actresses. Not to be racist or anything, but I don't know too many Hispanic ac actresses besides. Them two. Besides <laughs> <laughs> them two. And, I mean, one and, that, I mean who, who's who's the one in Modern Family? Sophia, Sophia Bagada, because I can't pronounce your last name. <laughs> Sophia Bagada. All three of them looking confused. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, sure, <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah. So the soldiers come in and they're they're like, we got to find out what's going on. The Red Queen, the computer system, basically killed everybody, and so they go in, and you know, as they go in, like. 
nothing's going on, right? Because the computer has all the zombies quarantined off in a certain section. So wherever they go, they're fine. Everything's fine. So the, you know, they get to where the computer is and right there, you know, they send three people into the room and that's where that laser scene happens. And like, you know, they thought they shut... It always creeped me out. They thought they shut everything down and like... It wasn't shut down. Uh, it t- or, or it was shut down, and then it just turned back on. That so laser like, scene was that the best. That, that, that laser scene has, was by far the best scene in the movie. Like it was like, oh, oh yeah. my god, it was yeah, gross. Like, oh, maybe they could have made it much further if they had those three extra people. But like, no, I was like, like six or seven years old around seeing that movie. That one particular scene stuck with me. Well, my I whole bet life. if you're six or seven. My whole life, just seeing like body get chopped up into pieces like that. What? Yeah. So the first one, laser comes up. Like the girl doesn't even duck for the laser. Like she was just like, "Oh, it's a laser," and 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 then her head. Mind right. you, those special effects were three years before Doom. And they were much still better. better. Yeah. They were much better. Ten times better. So you know, you have the iconic like checker pattern laser yeah. scene. Mm-hmm. Cuts the sergeant or whatever the captain mm-hmm. into a billion fucking cubes, oh, and they're like the guy was still like, "Oh, we still got to finish the mission," even though these three people died. And like me, being the brown person that I am, at that point, I'd be like, "No, <laughs> I'm going. I'm <laughs> turning around." With, like, no. I don't care. Just fire my ass. Like, just, mm, I'm not. Mm, mm, I'm no, not. No. Fuck that shit. No. Honestly, I wouldn't even go in. Like, yeah. be like, no. They died. <laughs> you gotta leave. You gotta leave. That's it. Of course, they're all white, though, by the end of the movie, and all the white people go to investigate shit. Yep. Always. They all look the same. Yeah. yeah. All same all haircut, same, say. like, bone structure. Yeah, that's true, though. Just in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they... Back then, especially back then, like the 90s, early 2000s, there was an ideal beauty standard. And I know there's one for every generation, for every era, you know, 80s, 70s, 60s, there's a standard of beauty. But for them, it was like, it was just so whitewashed and disgust. It was so cheesy looking. Buffy the Vampire-esque as shit. Like, everything during that time was so... I don't know. It was in a transition which didn't feel right, didn't feel like it had its niche. That's why the 2000s are really awkward, uh, awkward point for, for everybody. Hollywood in general, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, all the generic characters pretty much died. You know, we'll fast forward, um, you know, of course they unlock all the locks and all the zombies start coming out. Um, everybody and their mother's getting bitten except for Two of the characters, uh, one was, uh, I don't know, he played a cop, but it wasn't a cop, um, what was he, he was just like, oh, I, to, he was, he was like, there's the guy who made it with her to the end. Yeah, but. He was a cop. Yeah. But didn't they say that he, he wasn't, he was more of someone trying to expose the Umbrella Company. Oh, okay. Uh, it was him and his sister worked in there. Oh, um, and he went in to go find her sister. And Always trust the batch. Yeah, no. Always trust the batch. So what would you give that movie out of? Um, no, I'd give it a, a solid 7 out of 10. 
know, I enjoyed it. I thought, and and the reason why, um, you know, for the time, I would say seven point. You know the yeah the, for the time, and you know at the at the end, you know where she wakes up and and isn't like just paper. And it leads to the next movie. Obviously, all the zombies and the outbreak came out. So, like, the zombies... It left a very open-ended question. Yeah, it was like, oh, now we're coming back for the second movie. Oh, yeah. Because people, I'm sure, were excited for it. Yes, that was a great movie back in the day. Yeah, so... But the reason why is because I think they took the title and... uh, you know, they kept some of the key elements, you know, still have, like, the main villain, the Umbrella Corporation with the main virus, still have the zombies, um, but you use different characters. So you have this brand new character, Alice, um, trying to basically save save humanity. Yeah. So that that was you know I think that that was a better formula so like where you had Doom which you know there's not much to go off on Doom but like they tried making it a little different but at the same time had too many similarities to the game mm-hmm. but I mean again the game didn't have much story it's just like That's the true. acting was horrible and also on top of that the the you know the action scenes were horrible. Like, you know, it was just a boring movie to watch. It was very boring. I had to stop halfway through the movie. And way over dramatic. Yeah, very over dramatic. Yeah, it's just, they implemented some really crappy subplots. Yeah. Like the love story between the guy's sister and the black dude who looks like Carmelo Anthony. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and then the fight scene between, like, The Rock turning evil. Just very weird. But at least Resident Evil stuck with his guns. It gave you a lot of plot twists. It yeah. killed off a lot of main people. It was really I, cool. I did like that they... That they didn't just have the like the the zombies themselves. Like, they incorporated in, like, the mutation... Of the other monsters yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the nemesis. I, I, yeah, I appreciated that. And they show it even in the later movies too. Like, remember the guy with the big sword? Yeah. Or oh, the big? Is it like the guy, the butcher guy with the big axe or something like that? And I think it's the second movie. It's like the second or third movie. There's a fight scene in the streets, and this guy with a giant axe, who is similar to Pyramid Head but Resident Evil version, like does a really sick fight scene with with um, uh, Alice uh, in those later movies. And and it again sticks to the games. It happens in this in the games. There's those crawling zombies. Yeah, yeah. That so are, like, have long enemies. tongues. Those yeah. are in the games too. Yeah, they use the enemies and they use the <laughs> excuse me. You know, they use the, um, yeah, they use the enemies and they use, uh, the key elements of the game, but they make their own story. Yeah. So, like, you know. Raccoon City stays the same. Yep, Raccoon City. The Umbrella Corporation stays the same. Zombies stay the same. And the, the tone. The tone in the video games is a little less action-y as it is more horror. Yeah. It's more horror or more investigative. Of more investigative, more horror. But in the movies, there's a shit ton more action. Yeah, because yeah. You know, that's what we want. Uh, overall, I would say Resident Evil was probably my favorite out of all, all, all three. Yeah. I, I give it a 6.5. 6.5? What do you give it to code? Resident Evil, uh, 7.5. 7.5. I'm going to take my Assassin's Creed rating from a 7.6 to a 6.7. 
That's just how I feel. Don't ask questions about it. Movies turned into games. Um, John Wick. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a... Uh, That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. I would, I would play that. I would play, you play that. Yeah, I mean, though, John Wick Chapter One and Two was the shit. I can't. Oh come on, yeah. Um, Jasmine, have you seen the John Wick movies? No, oh, actually. Oh man. Oh. I mean, if you like action movies, like Keanu Reeves is like a one. He easily you know, kills over a hundred people each like, movie. Like, he like in this movie. He plays the perfect part in this movie. Yeah. Like any direction. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone else playing John Wick other than Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Like I can't. Like he does such a tremendous job doing this movie. And he puts a lot of effort into it. Yeah, no, like you see the behind the scenes and he actually like knows how to like he trains in jujitsu, he trains with the gunfighter. So. Yeah. Yo, I would. That's impressive. Yeah, no, it's definitely it worth watching. Definitely, uh, John Wick. I mean, if you like the action type movies, it's definitely worth watching. I'm and the plot's it. not half bad either. No, no, not, you know, it's usually about something. No, honestly, honestly, like um, as a movie turned into a video game, like that hotel that he's in, like that would be like your save point or something where you would get your missions from. Yeah. And oh yeah. Like, like I see it. Like, it can easily turn into a video game. I feel like I could see it being turned into video game like 10, 15 years ago. But like quarter type style video games aren't the rage anymore, where they lead you down a right. massive hallway and then do no, another. No, I, th- I think they could do because, like, I mean, it's uh, it's very similar to Hitman as far as like the idea of true of what it is but I, I think the story behind John Wick's character and like how they did it um like I, I think like you don't know anything about the past yeah. right so you either like you make the video game based on his past missions and stuff instead of instead of having the um you know, in, instead of having like to do with the same movie, you just have like the same characters and whatnot. Oh, before, but before he met his wife. Before he met his wife, yeah, that yeah. would be interesting. So, so when he's a- do they do they still um, make movies into video games? Because you know they did that a lot with a lot of the old I, I think um, they, Marvel movies with like like Spider Man, all Spider Man's, yeah, Hulk, all yeah, you know, same with Harry Potter. Um, I don't know. Like that. They came out with games. Spider-Man's the most recent one. Yeah, well, that's been... But I don't think they've done it in a while. Oh, but like new, I, new video new yeah. movies turned well, into... Yeah, because it takes movie. years yeah, to... they don't do it that often. No, because it takes anymore. a couple years to make a video game, like... You know, it, it takes a, like, you know, it's at least five or six years to make a decent video game. Yeah. So, like, when a movie comes out, I don't, th- I think they stop because most of the games that came from movies were trash. Yeah. Because they brushed it myself. You know? Yeah, that's what usually happens. I mean, there's a couple that I personally like, like, back like, in the day, like X-Men Wolverine Origins. There was a video game for that. I mean, the first Spider-Man movie one. There's a, a, spider, a couple Spider-Man games that are good. Like, then they, they were pretty good. Then there's there's video games like, you know, Avatar know. Spider-Man, with the blue people. Spider-Man games have always been fun. Yeah. You know Avatar with the blue people? Uh-huh. Not the airbender, right? They, yeah. They came out with a game. They came out with a fucking game for that. And it was garbage. It was terrible. And a lot of movies end up being like that. Yeah. Get turned into video games. I, I remember um, 
one game that I thought it was really fun actually it was uh, the Matrix um, oh, okay but it didn't have it was I think it was I forget the name of the Matrix video game let's see if it's Splinter one Cell no it, it was uh, it, it, it tied in with it kind of tied in with the movies did it? yeah I know they made a couple Terminator video games that would be cool like you know a new movie would come out preferably action um and then all like the un all the like cutscenes yeah, or like other stuff is the actual video game so it kind of like continues it in a way yeah i mean that would be cool i mean like some of the cutscenes and it was enter the matrix like um, it, it was it was it was pretty cool I mean, I, I like the, I like what they did with it. Um, I remember that game. Like I played it. It would always be on the shelf at GameStop, and I'm just scrolling right past it. No, I remember we got it, and like, it, it was cool because my dad kind of liked the major. He, my dad doesn't watch any movies except for like action movies because he doesn't speak too good of English. Like, so he just likes visually. Like, like you know, he loved Rambo. He loved like all the eighties action classics. Nice. And, like anything similar nowadays. So he liked the Matrix because of how much action was in it. Um, so he would actually watch me play the Matrix game. What? And like my dad, Aww. yeah, my dad, like this was one of the only games he like. He watched me play the Matrix. And he watched me play Devil May Cry. Wow. And so like those are the only two games he watched me play because of how much action was played. It's a shit ton of. Like, was shit, like, shooting a lot. He was like, yeah. I can watch him play. And so, <laughs> and so my dad, like, so my dad say, but I'm always in an action scene in those games. And so he's like, fine with it. That's and so, cool. Whereas like, you know, with any other video game, if I was playing Final Fantasy, he'd be like, hey, I want to watch TV. But, you know, before we had multiple <laughs> TVs, he, you know. Pussy we'll boy shit out of here. Well, because he didn't understand what it was. <laughs> Yeah, so, but yeah, um, one, this would be a little controversial, I think. Uh, I want to see a Legend of Zelda movie. Live action? I, Live action. I feel like people I would, feel like that would be, be the so worst shit in the annoyed. World. Unless Disney yeah. made it. Disney's the only one who could pull it off. They're the um, only people who could do possibly. live actions that don't because suck. They don't, well, they suck, but... They don't want to mess up. This, well, Lion King is not live action. It's live CGI. <laughs> In a way. <laughs> CGI action. It's all CGI. There's nothing live about it. Yeah, I mean, I would say... But, you know, the Beauty and the Beast one. That wasn't half bad. That was trash. I, it wasn't half yeah. bad. Shut up. This is all the only right. thing I liked was... But it's more bearable than the fucking last Airbender live action movie. Oh my god, we don't talk about that. Oh. It wasn't made by Disney. <laughs> yeah, I would, say, I would say, no, you didn't have to get the right people to play it. Um, yeah. and, and you can't, like, it can't be, they can't have it, like, the Ocarina of Time, like, a remake of the movie or something, like, it has to be completely, like, it has to be a different story, like, you yeah. still have your Ganon, you still have your, uh, Link and Zelda, Link and Zelda, you still have the Triforce powers, right, you have the key elements of, so like, new. what it is, it base it in Hyrule, um, well, how would you... Because movies need to be at a certain, you know, certain time. Can you do like multiple dungeons within the two, like say two hours? Well, you can, you can do 
you can do multiple dungeons, yeah, in two hours. You can't do, like, a whole game-type playthrough, but that's where you have, like, multiple movies. So let's say you do the first dungeon. and Or, or yeah, you do, like, the first dungeon or, like, the first two dungeons. But let's say, let's say just to keep it short, let's say you do three dungeons, right? So let's say you do the first dungeon... And you make a long movie about that, kind of like Lord of the Rings. You know, there's three parts to it. Yeah, that's right. So you do the first dungeon, um, and you have it where you get the piece, and then you end it to where it's like, oh, now we have to get the other two pieces. And you can stretch it along that way, where you follow this immersed story, but it's only like part of the movie. You don't have a game based off of that story until the until the movie's franchise is done, let's say. So that would give the game enough time to develop. Because it'll take, what, like 10 years to develop like a really immersed story in a game and, and something like that. So like, by that time, I mean, you could pop out a movie every year and a half yeah, and still have, you know, you know, have excellent scenes in it. It's just how much production value goes into it. So like the first movie will probably, you know, they test the waters with it. If it's, if it's a, a good movie, then, you know, they go on to the next one. If it flops, then it flops. And mm-hmm. they, the only reason I would say they flop is if they mess up. You know, if they pick the wrong people or if they pick the wrong... Um, just they just do shitty like yeah, you know, if they like, rush it if they did like Dragon Ball ever, doing right now if they, did, if they do yeah. any of that if they try to pick a route yeah. and then they fuck that up it's like alright they have to find their identity with those types of movies yeah <laughs> so that was good we uh we we uh we, we kind of researched a little we took this topic a little seriously um you know uh wanting to do uh, video games turned into movies um it was really fun sitting there watching doom falling asleep and then having to <laughs> rewind it and pick it back up the night the day after but uh we have along the road we have a lot of great things we want to get into um we have big dreams for this podcast um and we have a lot of shit to talk about and it's only going to be getting better in 2019 we have so much shit coming out i can't wait to talk about it all with you guys i'm super fucking pumped yeah anyway thank you guys for joining us on episode two of pints and mics my name's dakota muhammad and we're pints and mics Hey guys, Jasmine here. Just want to let you know about a couple things. One, I'm terribly sorry for our audio. We're still trying to figure out how to make things perfect when it comes to this podcast. Creating a podcast is very hard and I can't seem to make it perfect as much of a perfectionist I am. And two, with how much we say um in this episode, next episode, have a drink with us and drink every time we say um. Remember, Drink responsibly. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pints and Mics. That is P-I-N-T-S-A-N-D-M-I-C-S. This podcast is a Mimo TV production. Edited by me, Jasmine Herrera. And music by 
AJ Bustos. We want to say thank you to everyone for listening to this podcast and sticking through it with us. We could have never done it without you guys.